Right now, I can only eat three foods. Most people don't even believe me when I say that. I tell them I have a chronic illness called mast cell activation syndrome. And honestly, most people still don't believe me because I don't really look sick, especially not now because I'm not 30 pounds underweight like I usually am. But I'm sick. I've been sick for a long time. The stomachache started when I was nine years old, but the doctors blamed it on anxiety due to my parents' divorce. My life changed in one moment, and I know that's cliche, but it's true. Um, I was 14 years old when I was at volleyball camp one summer, and all of a sudden my pelvis started to itch. Um, The itching was extreme, and the nausea was violent. I ran to the bathroom and locked myself in a stall. I pulled my pants down to my ankles and looked at my legs. They were covered in hives. Everything burned. I couldn't get enough relief um, from the itchiness, and my tongue was itchy. My throat was starting to feel tight. I looked in the mirror and my lips were three sizes too big and my face looked like a red balloon. It was so swollen. I ran out onto the court and tapped the coach on the shoulder and told her, I think I'm having an allergic reaction. Um, And all the 50 girls on the court turned around and looked at me. And that's when I threw up all over the volleyball court and my throat was starting to close and I lost consciousness. That was the first episode of Anaphylaxis. It happened again um, to ant bites and then again to a bee sting. When I was 14, I was diagnosed with celiac disease and so I cut out gluten. I'm 27 now and I still have not eaten gluten since around that time. But let me back up a little bit and let me introduce myself. Uh, My name is Madison. I go by Maddie. I have two kids, Nora, Rose, and Judea, and I'm married to a man named Zach. I live in North Carolina, and I am chronically ill. I met Carly and Cameron through Instagram, which is honestly the best thing that's ever happened to me through social media. And in knowing them, I've felt less alone, and I've felt inspired to share even more of my story. Um, There is so much to say, I can't cover it all, but I'll try to give you a general breakdown. Just as a warning, my story is very complex, and like I said, a lot of people don't even believe me, but I'm here to say that everything is true, And I will try to tell it in the most authentic and honest way possible. So my symptoms began around that time. Um, I can differentiate my symptoms based on mast cell and based on POTS and based on Ehlers-Danlos. And then also endometriosis and um, the time I went into sepsis and almost died. So as the years have gone on, over a period of about 10 10 to 12 years, my reactions grew more frequent and more severe. 
I went into anaphylaxis to many things, including heat and exercise and um, the change of altitude on an airplane flight. But I also have symptoms that are chronic, like nausea, fatigue, passing out, tachycardia, syncope, vomiting, muscle pain, joint pain, headaches, chronic fatigue, the list goes on. So I was diagnosed with celiac disease when I was 14, and then I was I went to an allergist and they did a set of allergy testing. And they found out that I had a lot of allergies, but one of them was um, dairy, for example. So I cut out dairy. Instead, I started to drink almond milk, rice milk, soy milk. And then it didn't really feel any better. I was still sick and I continued to feel horrible. I went back to the doctor three months later. They redid the allergy testing and what do you know? I was allergic now to almonds, coconut, soy, rice, all of the substitutes I had been eating instead of milk. So that's kind of the way it goes for me. My body just kind of becomes um, reactive to everything that I'm eating. Um, My mast cells go off. They uh, degranulate, which means they release mediators like histamine um, when they're not supposed to. And they do this more frequently and um, for longer periods of time than the normal person. So, as this was all happening, I also developed anorexia nervosa. Now, this is where people start to doubt my story, but I assure you I've been to many specialists and even one of the best in the country, who was actually the person that diagnosed me. I have laboratory evidence of mast cell and it's genetic, um, which they have found the genetic mutations that I have. So I definitely have mast cell, but I also developed anorexia nervosa. And I ended up having to go away for three months to an inpatient treatment center when I was 15. I am proud to say that I've been in recovery ever since then. It's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. Either way, I developed severe allergies at the same time that I developed an eating disorder. Well... I ended up being diagnosed with POTS when I was 17. I know I'm fast-forwarding a little bit here, but um, you can imagine my life back then. I was completely untreated. I was not in any medicines, and my mast cell was out of control. Um, I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was desperate for answers. I was desperate for a diagnosis. (sighs) My parents even took me to the Mayo Clinic. My mom went with me for a week, and they didn't even have any help for me. They couldn't tell me what was wrong with me. So when I was diagnosed with POTS at 17, I felt a little bit relieved. I was glad to have a name for my symptoms, and they actually put me on medicines, which gave me some help and relief from my symptoms for the first time in years. So once I put me on the medicine for POTS, 
I stopped passing out and feeling lightheaded and dizzy all the time from having my blood pressure change so rapidly and um, so frequently whenever I went from a horizontal position to a vertical position, like going from sitting up to standing or lying down to sitting up. So that was a relief, but I still didn't know what was wrong with me in terms of the anaphylaxis, the vomiting, the diarrhea, the constipation, the chronic nausea, and all of my allergic reactions. I've always been very studious, and over the years, it became more and more difficult for me to have a social life and to eat out of restaurants and to have the energy to do anything but study so that I could get good grades. I managed to graduate high school, although I had to take um, a medical leave of absence, and I actually got into UNC Chapel Hill, which is where I graduated from, but I was the type of person that would study on Friday and Saturday nights. I did everything that I could to get by. I graduated by the skin of my teeth, although I did really well academically. My health just suffered so much. And by the time I was a junior in college, I still did not have an answer. I still didn't know what was wrong with me. And it had been 10 years since my first episode of anaphylaxis on the volleyball court. So, in my life, I have these moments where everything changes in an instant, and everybody has these moments. One of these moments for me was when I first learned about mast cell activation syndrome. I was on my way to class, and I was on my phone. It was a sunny day, and I just remember sweating a lot as I was walking to class, and I was researching POTS and I typed in POTS and allergic reactions, POTS and anaphylaxis, and all of a sudden it was like I was reading about my life. There are several links to mast cell activation syndrome, which was connected to POTS by a genetic mutation. And I remember reading the symptoms, reading the symptoms and reading all about mast cell and it was like reading a page out of my life. I knew right when I figured out about mast cell activation syndrome, that's what I had. I was sure that that's what I had. And I remember taking the stairs to um, the fourth floor where I had my English class and I was taking them two at a time and I was sweating and I was about to pass out. I was so dizzy but I just remember getting to the fourth floor on the top of the floor and I could not stop smiling. It's like I finally knew what was wrong with me. I remember that whole class, I couldn't focus on anything. And afterward I called my mom and I said, mom, you won't believe it. I know what's wrong. I know what it is. I started to cry and I just told her what I had discovered. And the more that I learned about mass activation syndrome, the more, I knew this was it. That's what I have. And it took a while to see the right specialist, but eventually, thanks to the help of my parents, I made it to New York where I saw Dr. Afrin. 
And I know a lot of people aren't so fortunate to be able to make it to a mast cell specialist, especially because they're very expensive and don't take insurance most of the time. But I made it to the mast cell specialist, and that appointment was yet another life-changing moment when he told me I reeked of MCAS. He said my case was a classic one and that it usually takes 10 years to be diagnosed. And that's exactly how long it took for me. It's a new diagnosis, so not a lot of doctors know about it, although the word is spreading now. Thanks to the advocacy work that several um, doctors and patients have done over the years. But I actually was suffering with mast cell activation syndrome for a while before it was even a diagnosis to be given. It was added as a diagnosis in 2011, which was about two years after I had had my first episode of anaphylaxis. What's interesting is that it's also genetic, and my dad and my brother have it too. Another thing that's interesting is that after I was diagnosed with mast cell, I went on the medications. I went on over-the-counter medications, H1 and H2 um, blockers, and I went on some other medications for mast cell stabilizers and, for example, gastrochrom. And I went from going into anaphylaxis once a month to not going into anaphylaxis at all. So my body was responding really well to the medications. Over the years, my list of foods that I've been able to eat has dwindled significantly. My body rejects a lot of food groups now, and I try to reintroduce foods back into my diet, but every time I get really sick, I'm either vomiting or having an allergic reaction, and I have to take care of my two little kids, so most of the time, adding new foods into my diet just isn't feasible because I can't feel so sick and take care of them at the same time. So I've had my diagnosis now about three, four years. And just because you have a diagnosis doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the help that you need. But it can make access to treatment easier and it can help you be taken more seriously by doctors, which is important, especially for mental health. I'm on like... 20, 25 medicines now, maybe even more than that. And I can tell you the function of every single one of them. I have to take certain medications, um, one of which comes in a vial um, from Canada on an airplane and it has to be kept cool. It can't be exposed to the sunlight or it will deteriorate. And I have to take uh, metoclopramide 30 minutes before I eat. My life is often difficult and it's really frustrating because no one can really understand what it's like to be in my body. Even the people closest to me often forget that I'm sick, like I said, because I don't look sick. And the moments where I feel the worst are usually moments when I'm alone in the bathroom or in the middle of the night choking on my own vomit. The quality of life with mast cell activation syndrome is often very poor and it has no cure. The symptoms are chronic and it usually gets worse with age. 
These are all facts that my specialist has told me. But he also told me one thing. And he said that I can survive this syndrome. I can survive, but it will take patience, resilience, and hope. You have to try medications one at a time, he said. And often you'll feel like a lab rat. But you can survive. So that's just a brief overview of my life. I have so much more to say. Um, Both of my pregnancies were life-threatening and extremely difficult. My children were both in the NICU with feeding issues, and that was incredibly hard on the entire family. I also went into sepsis in 2019, which changed my life completely. That was another one of those big moments where there's no looking back. There's no going back. You're changed. I guess coming into contact with death and facing your humanity so many times gives you a certain perspective on life. I think it makes you appreciate everything more. You know how fragile life is and with so much pain every day physically. When those good, happy moments come along, you really savor them. And I'm just grateful for all the people in my life. And I'm grateful for my life. My life is often difficult, but it's the only one that I have. And I'm grateful for it.